You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're so busy focusing on the start of the Big Ten football season that it's almost easy to forget that Big Ten hockey is coming back too. Hi everybody, I'm Kevin McGuire, a contributor to AthlonSports.com, your host here on Locked On Nittany Lions, and today is Thursday, October 8th, 2020. And today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. And that's right, Big Ten Hockey is coming back in a little bit more than a month. We'll take a look at some of the announcements regarding the Big Ten Hockey schedule coming up. And we will also take a look at what's going on with the state of Pennsylvania and whether or not you're going to be allowed to return to Beaver Stadium much sooner than you thought. I'm going to tell you why you probably shouldn't get your hopes up too much right now. But lots of stuff to cover in today's episode of the podcast. So make sure you're subscribed so you never miss a single episode. Hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you may be listening to us on right now. And then when the episode's over, feel free to go back and leave a rating and review. Let us know what you thought about today's episode. You can also reach out to us in a variety of ways on social media by using the username LockedOnNittany on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitch. So, like I said... Some good things to get into in today's episode. Let's go ahead and get started. Unfortunately, we begin today's episode with a little bit of a negative story regarding Penn State football. It's nothing too drastic, but anytime a player decides to leave the program or is forced to leave the program for whatever the reason may be, it's not exactly the most positive of stories. And Wednesday afternoon brought about one development regarding wide receiver John Dunmore, who has now officially withdrawn from Penn State, and we'll have to just wait and see where he's going to go from here. And Alliance 24-7 was one of the first that I saw reporting the news that uh, the redshirt freshman, I'm sorry, redshirt freshman receiver had uh, withdrawn from the program and of course Penn State later did confirm with a brief statement saying John Dunmore has withdrawn from Penn State this semester for personal reasons. We don't know what those personal reasons are. I won't explore those personal reasons. I'm sure he has whatever reasons he needs to decide what's best for him. And I've always said this. I've always said that players should be able to decide what is ultimately in their best interest. And sometimes it's going to mean having to leave football, having to leave a school in search of maybe another place to play football or just another place to go to school. I don't know what the situation is with John Dunmore, but this is, of course, is another wide receiver that has left the program. And of course, uh, this wide receiver position is something that's already been a little bit of a question mark for Penn State going into the 2020 season. So you can understand why you might be a little concerned about the quality and the depth that this position is going to bring to the field. We obviously know that there's a lot of new coaches on the program or on the coaching staff. We all know that Sean Clifford is coming back. He's going to be another year as a starting quarterback. And you still have Pat Fryermuth at tight end, so that's always a nice asset to have. But the big question that's going to ultimately determine whether or not Penn State can take that next step towards becoming the team to beat in the Big Ten, maybe even making a push into its first ever college football playoff, I think it's going to be that wide receiver position because every other aspect of this team, I think, is good enough to win a lot of games this year. They need the wide receivers to really step up and be that difference maker be the position unit that is going to make the big plays when it counts the most in the biggest moments in the biggest games. And of course, it gets no bigger than that week two game in the Big Ten schedule at home against Ohio State. And I've said this time and time again, I feel like I'm just uh, repeating myself on loop here. And that's okay because I still stand by this. One of the big differences that Ohio State has had that Penn State has struggled to find 
is the game-changing wide receivers that will make the big clutch plays. Obviously, Ohio State has a pretty good quarterback situation. We can get into that a little bit next week when we start to take a look at some of the key players around the Big Ten that really could cause Penn State some problems. Justin Fields will be one of them, <laughs> just mind you that. But I do think that the wide receivers that Ohio State has had, they've stepped up. They've made the big plays when they absolutely needed to. Just when it looked like Penn State had Ohio State on the ropes, some wide receiver just comes up big, makes a big gain, makes a fantastic catch, scores a touchdown, uh, and all of a sudden things are swinging back into Ohio State's favor. Penn State needs those wide receivers. Now, KJ Hamler certainly was one of those game breakers with his speed, but I think it would certainly help Penn State's cause this upcoming season if they can have some of those wide receivers on the position or on the depth chart really rise up and prove that they are capable of being that go-to receiver. The guys that want to step up in those big moments when the team is in need of a big first down or maybe just a touchdown, <laughs> just a touchdown, that seems kind of silly to say, but I think you get what I'm trying to say. And I've been saying this all off season and I'm going to continue driving that point home until we see some of these games start to play and figure out exactly which wide receivers are going to be the ones that really step up. Now, Dunmore was one of those guys that could have potentially been moving up on the depth chart. Maybe it was going to get some playing time uh, as Penn State's offense gets on the field this season. I, I don't know exactly how much of a significant role he was going to play, but again, redshirt freshman leaving the program, uh, that certainly opens up some space on that roster, and it just really drives home the point that uh, Penn State needs to get some wide receivers through recruiting. And again, I'm not saying anything bad about the guys they have on the program right now, but I just feel as though that is a position that could really benefit from you know getting a little bit more in the recruiting pipeline, and then of course development and making those guys game breakers on the field so the big question about Penn State this season is the big question that we've been talking about all offseason can you rely on Penn State's wide receivers to make the plays that are absolutely needed in order to get Penn State into the Big Ten championship game championship picture and then of course maybe even the college football playoff I don't know what the answer to that is, but that's certainly something we're going to address continuing leading up to the start of the season as we continue to go through these preview modes. And yes, we are back to five days a week, guys. We're going Monday through Friday. Brand new episodes for you. They're posted at midnight Eastern on all your favorite podcasting apps. Some apps will pick up the feed a little bit sooner than others. So whatever you're using, hopefully by the time you wake up in the morning, this podcast is there for you. You're going to hear my voice talking some Penn State football. But we got the negative stuff out of the way. Let's get on to some positive stuff coming up next. We're starting to see some more and more things begin to open up as we return to some sense of normalcy, which means you might be hitting the road a little bit more often than you have for the majority of this year. And you might want to make sure that your car or truck is ready to hit the road and you have all the parts you need for any necessary upgrades or fixes that you have. And the best way to do that is to go to rockauto.com. They are a family business. They've been doing this for a long time, serving customers with a delightful customer experience in an online atmosphere and the best part about rockauto.com is it's simple it's straight to it all you gotta do is enter the make a model of your car and or your truck and it's going to bring you up the entire catalog of every part they have available specifically for your car if you've ever tried to find wipers and you go to the store and you have to go through the whole catalog and go through all the different model numbers it can be pretty confusing but if you go to rockauto.com and enter the make a model of your car it's going to tell you exactly what you need and best yet they're going to give you some really good prices too i know i saved a bunch on some new wipers just recently so i highly advise you go do it yourself so go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck right live Locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know 
that we sent you. So amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. We're going to get to all the news regarding Big Ten hockey and its scheduled return in just a little bit. But first, I wanted to comment on something that's a little bit more uh, football related as far as what to expect from Beaver Stadium and Penn State moving forward. Now, as we discussed in yesterday's episode, Penn State is looking to bring the game day experience to a virtual audience this upcoming season, which means that no fans will be allowed in the stadium, but they're going to try and make some new things happen for you. You can buy the cardboard cutouts, which we got into yesterday. They're going to live stream the radio broadcasts in a visual form, and they've got a couple other things that you can do to participate in the game day atmosphere because they know that uh, obviously going to a Penn State football game is a tradition. It's something that people look forward to on a regular basis every fall. It's like a pilgrimage for a lot of people, and that's just not going to be an option this year. No tailgating, no going to a football game, and that stinks. You know, just plain and simple, just calling it like it is, that stinks. But there's nothing that Penn State can really do about that. Now, that is a little bit of a question mark right now because, as of yesterday, the state of Pennsylvania... Tom, Governor Tom Wolf has decided that uh, you are allowed to go to sporting events once again. So that's good news. It's encouraging. It suggests that Pennsylvania is starting to get into a better spot as far as this whole pandemic is concerned. I obviously don't think we are in the clear uh, by any stretch of the imagination just yet. And you can get that sense because there's still a very limited seating capacity for football games in the state of Pennsylvania. This weekend, the Philadelphia Eagles are going out to visit the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ironically enough, this is the first game in the state of Pennsylvania where fans will be allowed to attend an NFL game. Obviously, the Eagles and the Steelers have not allowed fans to games just yet. This weekend, I believe it is up to 5,500 fans will be allowed to enter Heinz Field, home of the Pittsburgh Steelers, for that Steelers-Eagles game. Now, the limited restrictions as far as seating capacity is concerned, I would limit Penn State to about 7,500 fans if Penn State were to allow fans to come into the stadium. Penn State has said that they are not going to do that, and that's probably more of a Big Ten decision more than anything else. No schools in the Big Ten, as of now, are going to allow fans into their stadiums this fall. It puts everybody on the same level playing field. Everybody's dealing with the same restrictions, same limitations, and same protocols. So to me, I, I think that that's fair. If you're going to find a way to get Big Ten football, and that's one of the sacrifices you have to make, so be it. Uh, that's where the cardboard cutouts really come into play. And I'm very still very curious to see how many cardboard cutouts Penn State is able to jam in there and how quickly they, they fill up. I'm, I'm very curious to see what the limit is on the cardboard cutouts. I know, you know, the baseball stadiums have, you know, tended to cap how many cardboard cutouts they're actually going to make available. Honestly, it's a lot of cardboard to, to manage. So I, I get that, but I'll be very curious to see just how many Penn State is able to get. But the the idea that you're going to be able to go to an NFL game this year, or, or at least with the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, it's not going to necessarily translate to Penn State. Like I said, Penn State confirmed that they are not going to allow fans into stands this year. The good news, though, is that families of players will be allowed to attend games. And I, I think that that is a a smart decision. It's an easy decision as far as I'm concerned. Obviously, you, you want to be able to allow fans into a stadium. I get that. But at least you can open up the, the doors to a 110,000 seat stadium 
to the families of players so they can watch their their sons play some football. And to me, that is perfectly fine. I'm sure Penn State will handle it just very well and get all that social distancing. There's going to be plenty of room in that very big stadium to allow whatever family members are going to be in attendance. I don't know if there's a limit on how many family members are going to allow into games on a week-by-week basis. But like I said, there's plenty of room. So I do. In theory, they could bring every family member that wants to come uh, and see a Penn State game this year on any given week. Uh, they could make that possible. Uh, again, I don't know if there's a limit on how many family members they'll be bringing back into Beaver Stadium this fall. But it's good news that Penn State is making that decision to at least allow the families of these players a chance to go and watch some football. So um, I think it's an easy decision. And we'll have to wait and see. I mean, there's always the possibility, I guess, that as we get deeper into the season, maybe the Big Ten reverses course a little bit or uh, goes back and takes a look to see where every school and every state that has a Big Ten team in, see, seeing where they are as far as this pandemic is concerned. For you know, It's not impossible to suggest that things will look a lot better by the end of the Big Ten season than they do currently right now. I have my doubts that that will be the case, but it's always a scenario, right? So I do wonder if there will be a discussion at some point in time just to reevaluate where everybody is as far as this pandemic is concerned. Maybe you can open the doors to games uh, later this year. I don't know. I, I still would not count on it. I think Penn State and the rest of the Big Ten are going to go through this eight-game schedule, nine games if you include that Big Ten championship week. Uh, I, I think they're going to go through this entire season without fans and just eat the lump sum that it's going to cost them because it's going to be a big dent in the revenue stream. So that brings up another point. I think obviously selling cardboard cutouts, if you missed yesterday's episode, it's $85 for a cardboard cutout. You can buy up to three additional ones at $75 each. And students, I uh, believe, are charged $65 for a cardboard cutout. That revenue, certain that or that, that the cost of those cardboard cutouts will go to you know, scholarship funds and fun. So it's not like Penn State is getting all that money uh, just for the football program and making up for their losses in the football season. That's just not going to be the case. But I do think that uh, there will be other ways that Penn State can generate some revenue. I be I would be very curious to see, and I expect to see uh, maybe some advertising banners being uh, hung around the Beaver Stadium. Uh, certainly tarps, I think are another way to go. Uh, there's going to be a lot of ways to sell advertising because the games are still going to be on TV. You're still going to get that advertising space very likely on TV at some point in in time. Uh, and there's only so much revenue that can be generated from cardboard cutouts. So uh, again, there are no ideas that should be off the table right now. Uh, I'm glad to see that Penn State has decided that they will allow Beaver Stadium to be open, at least for the families of these players. And like I said, that's a great decision. It was an easy decision. I'm glad that Penn State made it. You know what else is a great decision? Making sure you include a Built Bar in your lunch every day when you go into work. That's what I've been doing, and I have thoroughly enjoyed having that protein bar that tastes just like a chocolate bar, helping me get through that mid-morning stretch, hiding me over until I get to my lunch break. It really does help me feel full, feels energized, and I just love the variety of flavors that they have. They have 12 original flavors, including mint brownie, which is awesome, orange, which is awesome, and they have six new flavors on top of that, including caramel brownie, awesome, and the apple almond crisp. Again, 
awesome. And they're always adding new flavors too. Check out the strawberry one they have going on right now, helping to raise funds for breast cancer awareness. It is an awesome idea to go with. You get the idea that I think that Built Bars are awesome? It's because they are. And in fact, they're even more deliciouser than they've ever been before. New and improved, new packaging, all new flavors. You've got to check them out for yourself. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. They're going to get $10 off your next order. And on top of that, while supplies last, they're going to throw in a free cooler with your purchase. And don't worry if you've used the promo code in the past because the promo code has been reset. You can do it again. Again, go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Save yourself $10 off your next order, and you may even get that free cooler. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Now, you know that on this podcast, we generally will focus the majority of our time talking about Penn State football, but there are some times when other sporting news headlines pop up that make me feel like we should at least address it. So I'm going to say with full disclosure, I am by no means a college hockey expert, but even I got a little bit excited when I saw the Big Ten come out and announce that they are making the return to Big Ten hockey as early as this November. But I feel like if we're going to talk about this a little bit more, I need to set the mood just right. Oh yeah, that's the stuff right there. That ESPN NHL theme is probably one of my favorite sports themes from TV of all time. I think it is great. It still sends chills down the back of my spine when I'm thinking about postseason hockey in particular. And I think it's an appropriate song to be playing as we announce, or not we announce, but the Big Ten announces the start date for the 2020-21 hockey season in the Big Ten. And it's going to be a pretty good one from what I can tell. Now, the Big Ten has announced that they started the 2020-21 hockey season will begin as soon as November 13th. 2020 and it's going to feature a 24 game conference schedule so obviously the big 10 has seven big 10 members from michigan michigan state minnesota ohio state penn state wisconsin and notre dame is a big 10 school as well so you're going to get a chance to see all those teams go at each other for 24 games in conference play on top of that every big 10 member is going to get four games against arizona state as part of a little bit of a scheduling agreement between one of those college hockey powers that doesn't really have the same kind of conference home that a lot of these schools in the big 10 have and that's pretty cool and it's also important to note that arizona state will play every big 10 school on a big 10 campus so there's no traveling out to play arizona state or play them anywhere else arizona state's going to come to each big 10 school so that's seven road trips for arizona state into big 10 territory but those games should be pretty fun because arizona state's got a pretty good hockey team yeah i know you don't you know casual people probably are not thinking of arizona state as a ice hockey power but they are pretty good in that sport of ice hockey and they continue to grow and uh, develop their program uh, moving forward so i know there's been talk maybe arizona state will eventually become a big 10 school for hockey but um, i don't think we're going to cross that bridge but it's nice to have this little bit of a scheduling agreement with another school outside the big 10 that's certainly going to be fun to see uh, so the yeah, there you go. 24 game conference schedule beginning as early as November 13th. So I guess there's a little flexibility on when you actually start. And then it's also uh, worth mentioning that the Big Ten hockey tournament is scheduled for to begin March 18th through 20th that weekend in 2021. It's going to be one weekend single elimination. And that's what's going to be driving a lot of people that are coming back to play hockey this year, especially at Penn State. 
there's some unfinished business, right, for this Penn State program, which had a very successful uh, season last year before things were ultimately cut short. Before they got a chance to play in the Big Ten tournament, the whole college system, the whole college sports world, the whole sports world as a whole uh, really shut down right before uh, Penn State got a chance to play in the hockey tournament, also in the, the men's basketball tournament, uh, within the Big Ten basketball tournament. Remember, <laughs> the things happened so quickly that week that uh, the, the basketball tournament shut down, the hockey tournament shut down, and Penn State didn't get a chance to play in either of those, the men's basketball team and, and then, of course, the, the men's hockey team. Uh, so those were disappointing ends to seasons that, Seems like they were pretty promising. Obviously, the, the men's basketball team kind of fizzled down the stretch of the regular season, but getting a chance to go into the Big Ten tournament was kind of a chance to recuperate a little bit and maybe regain some momentum going into the NCAA tournament. I still think Penn State was a near lock to play in the NCAA tournament, uh, regardless of how their regular season ended. Uh, I think they didn't even need to win a game in the Big Ten tournament. I think that they were going to be in the big dance when all is said and done. Obviously, they didn't get that chance. And then, of course, on the hockey side of things, things were looking really good for Penn State. They clinched the number one seed in the Big Ten with a a thrilling final weekend of uh, Big Ten hockey play. And they looked like they were going to have a pretty good chance to make a deep run in the the Big Ten tournament going into the NCAA uh, tournament as well. Single elimination would have been pretty scary, though, because you just never know what's going to happen there. But I, I still feel as though Penn State had a very good chance to to make some things happen. I don't know if that necessarily means that they were a shoo-in to go to the Frozen Four, but they were certainly having a good year. They certainly deserved a chance to finish what they had started. So that's why I'm saying going into next year, I'm sure every team that's out there that felt like they were robbed of some kind of postseason opportunities is going to drive home the unfinished business aspect uh, as their motivating factor. But I do think that that's certainly true for this men's hockey team at Penn State. And this is a program that has really grown up in a really relatively short amount of time. And I'm very curious to see where the Big Ten goes as far as hockey is concerned. I know there's been talks about maybe adding a couple other Big Ten schools into the hockey fold. Obviously, not everybody has a hockey program, but I do think that there is room to grow. And I think Illinois was one of the schools that was looking into adding hockey, and I think that that would be a pretty good fit for them as well. Uh, so if you can get some more Big Ten schools on the on the ice, that would be pretty cool to see as well. And again, you do have Notre Dame as a Big Ten school. That added some oomph to the, the Big Ten uh, strength of the schedule. You know, because programs like Michigan, Michigan State, uh, Minnesota, those are hockey powers as far as I'm concerned. Ohio State has done a really good job with their hockey program. Wisconsin, I should have mentioned as well. And, and then Penn State has certainly uh, been growing up very quickly as a hockey program. And there, there's a lot of potential for the Big Ten hockey uh, world <laughs> moving forward. Uh, whether or not some of these other schools do decide to put a program on the ice. The, the Big Ten hockey is going to be something to watch because... It's going to have revenue opportunities that a lot of other hockey programs out there just simply do not have. Now, I understand hockey is a higher priority at some of the schools out there compared to where it is in the Big Ten. But have you seen the Big Ten revenue shares that the Big Ten schools have been getting? Obviously, the upcoming year is going to be a little bit of a different story. But more often than not, there is a lot more Big Ten revenue coming into these schools that they can divvy it up and help improve any aspect of their university, after athletic department, and other programs. There's a lot of money that's coming Big Ten schools' ways that all these other hockey powers out there just simply do not have, for the most part. 
Uh, so that's something to really keep an eye on as Big Ten hockey continues to grow up, including right there in Happy Valley, or should I say Hockey Valley. I didn't think we were going to talk much hockey leading up to the start of the Big Ten football season, but there you have it. We had to do it, and I was happy to do so. So thank you once again for listening to today's podcast. Make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcasting app of choice, and then go ahead and leave a reading and review. That'll really help us out across those podcasting platforms as we continue to try and grow the show, make it something that you enjoy listening to. More importantly, something you want to come back to and, of course, share with your friends and family and your fellow Penn State fans. You can also reach out to us and connect with us on social media by using the username LockedOnNitney on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitch. I'm Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter, at KevinOnCFB. Check out my college football commentary on AthlonSports.com. I did just post my picks against the spread for college and the NFL this week. We're also starting to go through some more rejuvenated Big Ten preview posts. We do have the Penn State game-by-game predictions. I also put up Wisconsin, updated the Iowa game-by-game picks, and there is certainly more on the way. You can also check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire. Don't forget, it is Thursday, so I'm over on the Locked On College Football podcast today as well, talking some more national college football storylines, getting you set for the upcoming week. Of course, we'll also do that right here on this podcast tomorrow for our Football Friday episode, but make sure you check out the Locked On College Football podcast every day, Monday through Friday, including today, because I'm over there every Thursday talking some national college football storylines, and yeah, I'll try to drop in some Penn State knowledge every now and then there as well. Thanks for listening, guys. Go 1-0 today. Have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.